What's up, everyone? My name is Joshua, and I want to welcome you to Spoken Word. Now, today's spoken word is going to be from some notes that I've taken, or I would call them downloads of inspiration. I started reading a lot of different books that are outside of the faith that I've practiced for really the last six years. And even though I still consider myself a follower of Jesus, I've really started to seek other pieces of information, other pieces of wisdom and knowledge, because I don't want to get trapped in my own thinking and thinking that everything that I think is correct and everything that I'm told is correct. And so I've gone off on my own journey and it's been pretty interesting because here's why. I've learned so much about what my faith was, graduated and evolved into a new level of faith, which is a deeper faith than I had before. And at the same time, I've come to appreciate other sources of information and wisdom. And I've been reading about Buddha, been reading about, been reading the Tao, I've been reading a lot of different texts. And here's why, because I want to match it up against my own faith and the faith that I was brought up with. And even though I've always been a bit of a rebel within the follower of Christ realm of believing, I also have always believed that if our faith can't be challenged, how great is our faith? And the more that I've studied, the more that I've tried to develop my relationship with the Lord and get closer to God, one, the more I've learned about myself, but two, the more I've learned that not everything I've been told is necessarily true or true for me. In fact, I would say, if anything, the absolute certainty or the absolute truth of things has, it's not so absolute. In other words, I'm not willing to bet my life on anything being absolutely true at this point, other than my faith and our creator and knowing that he created us for a very specific purpose, a very powerful purpose. And the role that we get to play is being, well, like Christ, like Jesus was on this planet. And so while that seems like my beliefs have been confused, simply, no, I've just come to peace with the fact that I don't know everything. And pretending that I do would be as ignorant. It's not knowing anything at all. And I'm not about that at all. In fact, the more contradictions I find in the Holy Text as in the Holy Bible, the more contradictions that I see with my own eyes, and I also see contradictions in other texts. So my relationship is never going to be with a book. My relationship is with God and our Creator. And other than that, I don't have any answers. And I think that if we serve a God, if God is truly a God that created us for to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be like Jesus, if he created us in his image, then he would want us our, our highest good, correct? I believe that. I believe that God created us and wants the best for us. I believe that with all my heart. So at the same time of saying that, I also believe that God would see our situation and go, I don't blame him. Gave them a brain so they can think and problem solve themselves and they can see the truth, they see the truth. 
Like, I'm sure that God understands that we, for some people, we can see the contradictions. We can see the hypocrisy. We can see that something ain't right. More importantly, skeptics and people that have doubt think that he's understanding towards that too. Because we live in a world right now, how do you know what's real? How do you even know, how do you know what's true? And the only answer really is to look within. Because you look anywhere else, how do you know? How do you know what you're being told doesn't have an agenda attached to it? And that's the problem with trusting man. And we've seen the last three years especially that they change history in front of us. And who's they? Well, they are the powers that be that have the power to do such things, to censor books, to change texts. Like they've even changed the Bible in the last few months too. They change it all the time. I've noticed in my Bible app, like re listening to the Bible, I know that words have been changed recently. And I know it sounds so crazy, but that's the problem with us putting our faith in man. It's gotten a little bit scary because even if somebody's trying their best and they're doing the best that they can to just to be that example of Jesus. The fact is that we're still humans. We do human things. And sometimes human things are not very nice. Sometimes they're not very sincere. Sometimes they're not very honest, even when we're trying to. Like if something's true to us and we keep repeating it, but yet the informational source for the lie, does that make you a liar? Because you didn't know, you thought it was true. Did you not? So your intention was to tell the truth, but yet the information you took was a lie. And how many of us are guilty of this right now? I know I've been chasing every conspiracy and chasing every piece of truth because of something not feeling or looking right. It's exhausting. And really in the end, what does it really matter? Being the person that gets to tell the truth and wake everybody up? Do you really want that responsibility? The more I realized the last few years that I've spent getting kicked off of every social media platform for trying to share truth, only ended up backfiring. It cost me everything. What did it really do? Did I really save any lives warning people about the vaccine? Did I? Maybe. Was it my duty to save their life? I don't know. So anyway, with that said, my desire for truth has never been greater. However, trying to get people to see what I believe is true is something I'm not going to put as much energy in because in the end, what does it really matter? In the end, I just want what's best for people. I want them to live in their purpose and to exercise the gift that they've been blessed with, that God put in them before they were even born. Like those gifts and talents are why we're here to use for the betterment of human, your other humans our other fellow man. I don't believe in what I see with, we have religions fighting wars against each other. We have people within their own religions fighting over what's right and what's true. To me, this feels like it's by design. I don't feel that any of this stuff is of God or what God wants of us. So I feel like we could be Maybe a little bit less aggressively trying to get people to believe like us, 
but instead just let things be where they're at. And that doesn't mean be a pacifist at all, because I'm not going to be a pacifist about anything. That said, the action that I'm going to take is to love and to be loved, to love others, to be compassionate, to basically be what the fruits of the spirit says about love, to be all of that. That's what I'm working towards. That's not to say that I'm not going to fight back or, or any of that other stuff, because I'm absolutely going to fight, because I'm a fighter. That's what I'm here for. But there's a different way to fight than with weapons, and there's a different way to fight with trying to force people to see the world the way that I do, the smarter way to go about it. So I'm committed from this day forward to doing that, because the last thing I ever want to do is cause more harm. The only truth that I want to share is the absolute truth. However, if any of that truth is rooted in opinion, I got to be careful about that. Because the fact is, there's more that I don't know than I know. All right, so I've been reading a book about Jesus and Buddha. And it's really interesting because the sayings of each person, Jesus and Buddha, are pretty much interwoven into the text of this book. And so you get to see a side-by-side -side comparison of what the two teachers, masters, holy figures, what, however you want to see them, to see what they taught, what they were about, and so on. And I gotta tell you that based on my limited research on this subject, I think the two teachings belong together. They make sense to me. And it's almost like we're getting left brain on one side and the right brain from the other teaching. Probably a bad example, but it's uh, think about like a full spectrum approach. They use a cannabis analogy. <laughs> to use a cannabis analogy, you have your dissolates and isolates and so on, and then you have the full spectrum, right? So everyone says that dissolates suck because you're only getting one part of the plant. In a full spectrum or a whole plant, you're getting all the benefits of the plant. So to compare, it's like you're getting dissolate when you're getting the Western teachings and you're getting an isolate when you get the Eastern teachings. But when you put them together, you have a full spectrum, maybe even a full gospel, if you will. And I realize how blasphemous that may have sounded sounded but when you know how much the bible has been manipulated you have to consider maybe like in the gospel of thomas the gospel of thomas is talking the eastern philosophy the eastern style of teachings which seem to be a lot of information that someone doesn't want us to have access to the gospel of thomas is one of the most powerful books ever written and it's just jesus talking like, I don't understand for the life of me while a Bible was created with all of these backstories and text. Was it legitimize it? Did we create enough of a story? Is it going to make this more believable? Because a lot of it seems unnecessary. Again, I'm not trying to be blasphemous, but all of these stories confuse it. And the fact is, the Bible, every single book of the Bible is meant to be read differently than the other text. And it's very confusing how that's set up. Now, the Bible's still, again, amazing, but we have to learn how to read it correctly. But I think that goes with the same, the teachings of Buddha or anyone else for that matter. So, again, I don't have all the answers. I'm not telling you what is right or wrong. I'm just telling you from my own 
perspective and reading the teachings of both, they seem to complement each other really well. Is there some contradictions? Yeah, there's a few, but there's contradictions in the Bible. I think that we always have to check any piece of information with our spirit, because we all have a spirit. Whether it's holy or not, I can't speak for you. But we do have a spirit, and that spirit is there to help us discern. And when I'm reading these texts, I think they complement each other well. Without further ado, I'm going to read a couple of my notes and that I thought were really interesting. So this is about prayer. When we pray for our own picnic and not for the farmers who need rain, we are doing the opposite of what Jesus taught. So when we're only praying for our own blessings and not praying for the blessings of others, what are we really saying? What are we, what are we saying to God? What are we saying to our creator? And this is something for me that I had to really look inside because I can pretty much guarantee that while I may do gratitude prayers, I don't really spend a lot of time praying for other people. I pray more for myself and my family, but not others. So that was something that was convicting for me that I get to work on. What about you? Do you pray for other people? Do you pray for other people more than you pray for yourself? Something to think about. When we look deeply into our own anger, we will see that the person we call our enemy is also suffering. Again, thinking about my enemies. Of course, I try not to have any enemies now, try to avoid that, but I still have some. And when I think about if somebody doesn't treat me nice or someone doesn't treat me kindly, if I'm smiling at somebody and welcoming and inviting and giving them my energy, like positive energy, and they reject me or want nothing to do with me, it hurts. And, and sometimes people are just outright rude. My first instinct is go tell them to go F themselves internally, not out loud. But like in certain, like, who the F, who do you think you are? The truth is, that's not very compassionate of me. Because odds are, the odds are that they're not really upset with me about anything. They're just going through their own crap. And sometimes people go through their own crap and they're not able to give you anything in return. Like, respect. And I know it seems really, really easy to say, why don't you just smile anyway and fake it? How well does that always work for you? Sometimes it's difficult to fake it. I'm not good at faking it. If I'm in a bad mood, I just need to stay in my room and not come outside for a while because my energy affects people. That said, not everybody has that luxury to hide when they're in a bad mood or they're feeling crappy. But just reading that, when we look deeply into our anger, we will see that the person we call our enemy is also suffering. So if you lash out at me and you express anger towards me, it's probably not even about me at all. So I get to be compassionate and love. And you know what? Instead of adding fuel to the fire and making their anger rage more, maybe I can help them have a better day. What's more gratifying? 
when we love our enemy, the enemy vanishes. Our enemy will disappear when we love them. What a profound statement. And I didn't make that up. Like that didn't <laughs> can't take credit for it. I would like to, because it's kind of genius. Love your enemy, it'll go away. Unbelievable. Oh, this one was convicting because I think about, so I'm on Twitter. I'm not using my real name because that's banned. I'm back on Twitter now. And one of the things that I cannot stand about it, even though it's still the best place to get news and a lot of fake news too. But one thing I see all the time is people taking sides. I've been guilty of it too. And what does it really do when we take sides? To me, it just sucks the life out of me. Because in the end, I don't really care enough to choose sides of anything because I don't believe that side is absolutely correct in all that they're doing. Or everything's right, everything's on the up and up. Because there's so many half-truths. And so these giant movements that swing, like Project Veritas, and everyone thinks that, oh, that hidden camera video, oh, that's exposing Pfizer, and that's, it's, that's a psyop. It's a psyop. It's not a popular belief. But I gotta tell you, 30 million people have seen the video. There's no way in hell that the powers that be are going to allow a video to be seen that much unless it fits for a reason. And it ain't to get the truth out. They're not telling the truth. Even Robert Malone's of the world. Robert Malone, Dr. Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. He's part of the problem. Why is he part of the problem? Because he's not telling you the whole truth about the vaccines. The whole truth about the vaccines is I don't have the whole truth, but I will tell you that there's a piece that they're not telling people and they need to start talking about it. And that is mRNA, graphene oxide and 5G and how that works with technology and your body. They're not talking about that. And that's ultimately what this agenda and what's been going on the last few years is all about. Every bit of it, every single bit is about the fourth industrial revolution, merging us with machine, going into smart cities and so on. Just read the fourth industrial revolution by Klaus Schwab. It'll all make sense. But the fact is, even with that, doesn't mean that I know everything that's gonna happen and pretending I do would be foolish. None of us really know because none of us are God. None of us are playing God. Well, some of us try to play God, but we don't do a very good job of it, including myself. But when we take sides, we, we misunderstand the will of God. <sighs> to love our enemy, we have to understand them. I don't even know how to do that. How do we do that? How do you understand your enemy? I feel like that's probably in the book, Art of War. Maybe I should read that next. To love our enemy is impossible because once we love him, 
He's no longer our enemy. <laughs> wow. It's similar to the other quote I read. What's it going to take to have world peace? What's it going to take for us to become aware of who we really are, what we were created to be, and what our true responsibility is in this world? What's it going to take? Like, be your like the wind, the wind is, it blows one way. Everyone goes with it. The other way and the other way. And like everywhere the wind blows, people go with their opinions and the way that they think and the way that they believe. It just changes. It's like a fart in the wind. And unfortunately, to me, that just exposes how gullible we are and how at best, we have lost our identity. We don't even know who we are. And we don't, and our actions prove it. I didn't know who I was. In fact, even though I've gotten closer to knowing who I am, I know I have more to go. Even though I'm more solid in who I am, in my beliefs than I've ever been, and they've evolved recently, but by evolving, I got closer to God. And it broke breaking out of this infighting that has been, it's almost like become the identity of Christianity and other religions is infighting and then fighting other religions. Fighting over which gospel is correct and which Bible we should read and all just these bold statements of you should only read King James. Who said? Did God tell you that you should only read, read King James? Or was it some other dude's opinion? Because they told you that was the correct and most accurate Bible when it's really proven that it's not. While claiming that other gospels are false gospels. Do you know the history of King James? Like the actual King James, do you know his history, current history? He's known as the Queen of England for a reason, but yet we want to celebrate him as the author of the Bible. Do you find it interesting that if all of these religions have war with each other, yet they say such similar things, why is that? Why would somebody want us at war with each other? Why would anyone want us distracted? Why? I know the answer. Do you? I've learned in my experiences, the more difficult something is, typically the more worth it is. And when I hear about meditation, you have some belief systems that look at it and say, oh, that's woo-woo and it's of the devil. But yet one of the very foundational principles of a relationship with God is rest and being still and knowing he's God 
what are you supposed to do if we're being still? Sit there and be on your phone? Or sit there and do nothing? Sounds a lot like meditation. Anyway. But it's also one of the most difficult things in the world to do is to be still. Because we have so much to do. We're so busy. We've got all this crap to do. We've got to pay the bills. We've got to raise the kids. We've got to go to the gym. We've got to be on social media for 10 hours. We've got to do all this stuff. We have distractions at every possible direction we go. And yet, you're also more frantic. We don't have an identity. So all of that's like, it's gotta be related somehow. So the most difficult thing to do is to be still and know he is God. Maybe we should practice that. That's something I believe that all religions align with. That in the kingdom of heaven. Again, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the facts. In fact, I have more questions than answers. And every day that goes on, every time I become more certain about something, I get more questions than other And I never want to lead anyone astray, ever, from their belief system. But that's your belief system. You should honor that, whatever it is, because it takes a lot of courage to have faith in anything. It takes faith. And faith is not always easy. And while I don't want to lead anyone astray, I will tell you that some of them are stuck in a minefield of lies and contradictions. And until we break free of it, we'll never see the truth. And that said, in as much as I see zero need for religion at all to be able to have faith in God and to do what God has asked and to be obedient to the Lord. I don't believe that we need religion for any of that. That said, I have nothing but respect for all religions now, probably more so than I've ever had, because I also recognize just how important that faith is. Like without my Christian faith, I would never have gotten to this place I'm at now. And I also realized that asking questions was okay. And asking questions is how I broke out of that matrix of religion. Because I asked questions that people didn't want to answer. And when they wouldn't answer me, I went and found the truth for myself. We shouldn't just accept the fact that people tell us how to be and what to believe and what to do with our bodies and what to say and yada, yada, yada. We shouldn't tolerate any of that. So just accepting that some man said some book is the word of God doesn't work for me, especially when that book has been modified and changed. Because I would imagine that if it was God's word, by touching it at all, by messing with it at all, with translating it at all, I would imagine that you're setting yourself up to piss off God. Because if it's God, God's word, he said, what it says in the Bible, that you should not tamper with these words, and yet people do it every day, all day, every day. When people say you shouldn't argue over scripture, we, they do it all day, every day, while calling other cheap people false prophets all day, every day, while doing the exact things that make them a false prophet. 
We're all false prophets because none of us know the truth for certain. We're all false prophets. Every single one of us that acts like we know the whole truth about God, about his creation and everything else. False prophets, every one of us. We're all antichrist. In some way, that's not a popular thing to say, I'm sure, but like even Jesus said in the Bible that you point everywhere, there's the there's Jesus. And look, it's all false Christ, because Christ is within us. Christ is inside of us. I believe it with all my heart. I believe it with my own heart, my my whole heart, because just looking back at my own life, my own walk. There's no way that God's not inside of us. Even when I was doing evil and I was living a reckless, destructive life, God was with me the entire time. And sometimes these bad things that happen in life are not the devil or the enemy. Sometimes those bad things are there to teach you something. Just too hard-headed to listen, like me. I don't think the world is black and white, like everything's black and white. There's tons of shades of gray. Everything's not good and evil. I don't believe that works that way. Because evil happens all the time that ends up being good. And good turns to evil sometimes. It's weird, but it does. Like we live in a freaking paradox. And it's almost impossible for our brains to really grasp that all the time as we're human. So I don't believe for a second that we serve a God and have a creator that is here to mock us and tease us and make us go crazy. No, I believe that God has our highest good. It's like he's intended for our highest good. He didn't create us to make us slaves. He didn't create us to have us treat people like crap. He didn't create us to have us be at war with each other. He didn't create us to have us be pawns of some evil group scheme. He created us to be free and to be examples. I believe of everything in me that we're all here to be Jesus in our own way by using our gifts and talents to bless God's creation, to be a part of God's creation together in harmony. I've even like wildly, my whole view on even eating meat has changed. Quote one, I'm terrified of what's actually in the meat now. After seeing some of the crap that I've seen, like grocery store meat versus farm meat, you wouldn't trust it. But fully recognizing that God is inside of us, that Christ dwells inside of us. It makes me believe being more conscious of my actions, even what I eat, what I say, what I listen to, all these things really matter. And I don't care what religion you are, that factors in. It talks about that in Buddhism, it talks about it in Christianity, that we have to guard our hearts, our minds, to guard our energy, to do all of that. And then to me, the easiest way to do that is to be more conscious and aware of the things that we are doing, the things that we're saying, and the things that we're taking in. So anyway, without going on a, another rant, stop there. I want to thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I got to tell you, we got to give 
more grace to other people. And I know that there's a very Christian way of living and I don't think it's wrong. Like we should give each other more grace, especially off based on what we believe. Cause we believe what we believe for a reason. Like we, we believe it for a reason and it doesn't because life happens to us. And so pretending that we understand why someone is the way that they are is probably one of the more foolish things that we can believe. Because without being in someone's shoes, we have no idea why they are the way they are. We can only speak for ourselves. And it takes a lot of courage to have bold faith in anything, especially not knowing that it's 100% true. But we get to be better to our fellow man, regardless of what beliefs are. You call yourself a Christian, and that's great. Then be like Jesus. And Jesus wasn't bashing other religions. Jesus wasn't like destroying people and marching outside of their of businesses. And he wasn't doing those things. He wasn't hurting people. He wasn't judging people. He wasn't condemning people. Like the by teaching the law or teaching the principles of how we're to live, that convicts you. They, it's not Jesus doing it. It's not Jesus judging you. But our fellow man sure likes to. And that is not bringing people closer to Jesus, closer to God or anything else. I'm so tired of war. And I'm so tired seeing people have their lives destroyed over their belief system, the choices they make. Look, we don't have to agree with someone's choices, but those choices are their own. And yeah, some choices have consequences for other people, but we get to have some discernment when it comes to that too, because some of us are really hard on other people. And I don't know if that's representing the love of God at all. And I think we should do better. We can do better. We get to do better. Anyway, thank you for listening. God bless you.